So I really wanted to talk about something that's sad and that's been happening as of lately. Um, a, a lot of people have been um, passing away through to fentanyl overdosing and things like that, which fentanyl is FDA approved, just saying. You know, just because something's FDA approved don't mean it's good for you. You know, so 2 chains, the the rapper, he came out and he made a, a, a bold statement. And he, he threw a party, but it was a no-fent party. So there was like a no-fentanyl party there. Mm. And um, he turned 44. Um, and um, it was in Atlanta. You know, and it was a it was a nice like seventies theme, which seventies was uh, that's cute. Big on drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the seventies, the 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 peace and love movement. That was like the Vietnam War. The sixties and the seventies, it was really big for drugs. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that it was a, a it was a very nice statement for him to say we're gonna have this type of party, but we're not gonna have any drugs there. And, um, yeah, so there's been a lot of deaths, you know, uh, Fuquan, the comedian Fuquan Johnson, Rico and and Jelly, Natalie Williamson, they all died from a suspected fentanyl overdose. Mm. And then, um, uh, 16-year-old Logan Williams, have you ever seen The Flash? No. Well, he passed away. He was 16. Whoa. He passed away from fentanyl? Uh, an accidental fentanyl overdose. And at 16? At 16. And then Michael K. Williams was the latest. He was found dead in, in his apartment. And that was also um, a, 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 a heroin-related overdosing. And um, they're trying to see if fentanyl was involved. But, you know, this is really going out of hand like and Whoa. i'm trying to think you know because some people may be abusing this drug because you know something's going wrong in their life yeah cut to 2020 where we're like having this whole pandemic that just heightens people's ability to not cope you know, um, there's been plenty of people. Taraji P. Henson, she came out and said that she contemplated suicide mm. while um, while this pandemic was going on. And there's wow. so many things that have happened to people's mental health, you know, and and I'm, I'm really not trying to be anti-vax. But instead of pushing the vaccine, we could be pushing mental health. We could be pushing other things we could be getting the communities that we love clean Mm -hmm. you know we can be doing other things with our time and our government aid and our government money you know i like it's just really sad that these people's lives were taken and they had so much more life to give and more life to offer like even the logan williams you're 16 doing drugs but i guess that's when it starts yeah i mean obviously could start much earlier but i just i just you know may they rest in peace but that's so shocking to hear that that many people alone that you just listed fentanyl mm-hmm. all connected to fentanyl um why is it so easily accessible um a, a lot of the drugs were uh decriminalized okay it wasn't just weed we mm-hmm. got got publicly decriminalized but you know how sometimes they'll say hey you know big big spotlight on the weed and then they'll just sneak in other drugs Mm -hmm. you know other states like cocaine is decriminalized heroin is is decriminalized in certain places it's it's way Mm. more accessible easier to get 
um, some of the drugs people are cooking, some of the drugs people are lacing. You know, this is not your ordinary drug you was taking in the sixties and the seventies. This is um, this is your this is your drug on drugs. This is your drug on drug on drugs. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really sad because now they're looking for the for the drug dealer, and the drug dealer may get off but, saying. But how? Okay, so this is de. Would you say this is uh, decriminalized? Decriminalized. So it wouldn't be the drug dealer's fault, no. Um, I'm I'm just really curious. I'm coming I, from a respectful point. I'm really curious too because how are they going to play this? Uh, those deaths happen in LA or in, in California. Michael K. Williams happened in New York. Other deaths are happening, and other states are different. So if they're looking for these alleged drug dealers, um, like you said, how are they going to go forward? If the drug is decriminalized in the state, can they be prosecuted? If if the if the drug is decriminalized, but they're pushing this drug and they're lacing it, can they be prosecuted? So, yeah. Because because they're giving drugs out unbeknownst to them what they're taking. Right. Like if if I'm a a, a a marijuana smoker and I'm looking for marijuana, I'm not looking for marijuana and crack. Exactly. I'm not looking for marijuana and fentanyl. I'm not looking yes. for marijuana and any crushed up pill in there. I'm looking for marijuana. Okay. Yeah, so, so I think that's the difference. Like if. If they if they were given a drug and it was laced with something, then that drug dealer would be held accountable or and well, should, should be. be held accountable. But I think if I gave you, if the drug dealer gave you what you were looking for, just weed or just cocaine, and you know, after I give you the drugs, that's on your yes, own doing. You know, we're all adults. You. I don't think that's in their hands of how much you take and how quickly you take and what you lace it with, or what you drink it with. So I don't know if that could be held on to the drug dealer. But um, again, like I, I'm, I'm shocked that this happened to these people. But it's like, yo, check on your friends. But I'm sorry to push back on you because you said something that kind of like triggered me, not in a, like a negative way because I don't it triggered do drugs. you. I, no, it was just like a ah moment, like a because you said we're adults. That 16 year old was not a, a an mm. adult. He was a kid. Where was he getting those drugs from? And if True. if they knew he was underage, are you gonna be prosecuted yeah, for you selling be. drugs to a minor? Yeah. So, There's so many layers to this ah, type of story. It's like, and it's getting out of control. And, you know, um, mm. we, we, we had our one friend that moved back upstate. Okay. She was like, yeah, there was a bunch of overdosing in, in, in uh, my community because she lived upstate. Like, not like up in the Buffalo area, but she was, she lived further enough that she was able to commute to the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And she was like... Yeah, there's been plenty of overdosing. There's been people from my town, people that I graduated with, they passed away from overdosing. She and did like say that. this is a problem. And now that we're seeing celebrities pass away from this, like and then whack ass Akon had to throw salt on it and say, you know, celebrities have more issues than regular people or they're what? like What? Yeah, it's it's whatever he said. I I'm just saying it to say that celebrities are human. But no one's no one's more at risk exactly. than than the other. Yeah. Like that's just that's that like that negates all the other people that passed away from overdosing that weren't famous yeah. or have a noticeable name. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that's kind of a disservice to them. Like, I, I why are we weighing who who struggles more or who has a worse, you know, life? I don't think we should do that. Each person, your life is your life. Whatever you experience, that that experience and that uh -huh. trauma is valid to you and. Just because this happened to you and it seems like something worse happened to someone else, that's still your trauma and you're entitled to feel that. We should put we shouldn't put a cap on 
who's suffering more, Akon. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, um, that was just weird to say. And he's receiving tons of backlash. As he should. That, as How, he should. What do you mean? Very insensitive. Very insensitive. Very. Because people are struggling with this right now. And they're not famous. And they're not famous. And their deaths may go unnoticed. And they, you know. And they don't have the resource that famous rich people do to rehab and yes. facilities that someone who is in the Bronx or in Brooklyn cannot have access to a rehab center and, and rehabilitate them damn selves. Yeah. And and um you're really offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just think it's it's insensitive to say. Like even um Demi Lovato, they, you know, had an overdose and she she didn't say something like that. And this is coming from a person who identified as having a as having an overdose and I just think if a person who had a, I, who had an overdose is not saying my experience is more worse than yours, you as a person who's never even experienced this, you have no leg to stand on for this topic. Yes. And then going back to um, the whole Akon, like, did he do that for clout? Because when uh, Rick James passed away in the oh. early 2000s, there were so many people that came out to Rick James' funeral. Rick, Rick James was like a, a really, really big... R&B funk player back in the 70s and the 80s. And you know, Can't Touch This? Mm-hmm. MC Hammer? That's his sample. Mm. So he got paid. And funny story, Rick James would, would let the people sample because he wrote and composed all his music. Mm-hmm. He was that much of a genius. And he was from Buffalo, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... He he would lend his song or his or his uh, music out for samples, and he didn't like how hip hop was using it. So he turns on the radio one day and he hears his "Super Freak," and it's "My My My Music" hits me so hard, and he's like, "Yo, what the hell is this? Didn't I tell y'all to stop sampling my?" Mm-hmm. Then he saw them checks that MC Hammer was giving him. And he was like, you know what, Hammer? Give me my money. I can touch this. <laughs> I can touch, I can touch this. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um. I don't know. It's, it's disappointing that so many people are, are passing away like this. And I, I definitely do think it's like not because of COVID, but but I just feel like we're living in a very extremely stressful time. Yes. That we weren't that we've never experienced a very before. heightened time, a very fragile time. Yeah. You know, our, our great great grandparents or whatever, they lived through polio or they yeah. lived through smallpox. They 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 lived through World War One. They lived through World War Two. They lived through the Gulf War, the, the Vietnam. They lived through all these things. And it's like we as as um older americans meaning like we were born later mm-hmm. we have been given such like a like 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 a silver platter mm-hmm. when when a lot of things happen you know we we could be poor but we could be poorer mm-hmm. you know like we've always had like support or whatever and we've had certain people or we've experienced certain things but if you have people that's dying passing away left and right from covid related deaths and you know people are fragile they can't take it and you know my kids can't go to school anymore. Now I gotta be the parent, and I gotta mm, do this. And stressful. It's stressful, and it's it's all building up and it's mounting up. And people need to check in with each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I want to go back to your previous your previous thought you had like early on. Like the government needs to be pushing <laughs> just as hard as they pushing this vaccine. They need to be pushing mental health, like you said, because people have lost people because of covid some people have covid themselves and they're struggling like you said some people have to be their own teacher of their child maybe you don't even want to do that maybe you're not comfortable doing that maybe you're not educated enough some of these parents have not even passed middle school yeah so now i have to educate my child on you know i have to educate myself to educate my, my child. child and and that is 
stressful for people. Some people don't have, sometimes you need that separation of like, people love their children, but sometimes you need that time away from your child to, yeah. to, to love them. <laughs> like, um, I More. don't want to be cynical, but sometimes you just don't want the accountability. Yeah. If, if, if my kid is failing, it's because you, Miss B, are the teacher. Mm -hmm. If my kid's failing at home, I'm me. failing them. Yeah. It's me. And that's more stress and more pressure. Yeah. It's and, a lot. And it's like you got to cook and you got to clean and you got to take care of the home and all these other stuff. I, just, I think there's just so much going on that people are turning to an oasis. Yeah. That oasis is And this drugs is how they escape. And yeah. drinking and just things that do not serve them in the long haul, but it's a quick fix. Yes. And we all know quick fixes. To not fix the issue, yeah. the underlying they, issue they of why you're don't. taking this drug and why you are feeling suicidal. And um, and then it always just goes yeah. back to the question, where were you when they were struggling? Where were you when they were drowning? Now you want to be on TMZ or you want to be saying, oh, my God, like, this is so bad or we have to do better. Mm -hmm. Where were you when they were like, I understand that people put up masks. They do. But if you really, really, really know someone's schedule or, or if you know someone's structure, or, you know, like, I feel like even if we saw each other once a month, if you saw me for that one month, you're like, mm, something's off with tea. You know, maybe I could just per respectfully dig a little deeper. Or if mm -hmm. I saw you once a month and I'm like, something's off with B, let me just see if she's okay. Let me check in with her, you know, because that's what... Friendships Friends are supposed do. to do. That's what a village is supposed to do. We're supposed to hold each other up when we can't hold ourselves up. Yeah. And I just feel like these people that are passing away from these overdoses, it's it's so unfortunate. And we really have to do better to check in with people that we love and people we care about because they could be here today, gone tomorrow. You know, if, if someone dies and... Um, we, we, and, and we have their phone or whatever and the, and, 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 and the phone is blowing up. The person's gone. Mm -hmm. Why are you calling their phone? Why are you calling me now? Why are you in denial? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, why are you calling me now? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pick up the phone and you know, I'm not going to pick up the phone. Yeah. You know, it's just weird. So. Yeah. People just have their weird ways of coping with loss. And like, I really feel like. This should be some sort of of an awakening to get other people involved in this in in this plight. Like this is serious. People are dying so so much. Like going forward, we have to do better. Like I like I feel like there's no ifs ands or buts. There's no excuses. Going forward, we have to do better because if 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 we want to grow old with these people, if we want these companions mm -hmm. and these friends and these family members. With us, you know, we, we have to be active and, and supporting them and helping them when, when, when they need it. And even just like just being aware of what your children are doing yeah, and that's how true. they're behaving and just being mindful of that. And I, another thing I just feel like, you know, sometimes you'll never know what your friends are going through or what your children are going through. But then I think that goes to us who are taking the drugs, not me, but just in general. Yeah. If you're taking the drugs, like, how can I say this? Because I don't know if people will really do this. Like, if you're going to take a drug, be informed on that drug. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. Yes. Like, you know, if I, if, okay. Because even De in Demi Lovato, they, you know, they were mixing certain things and they didn't know that this could lead to an overdose. You know, because even she said something, I was like, oh, that could lead to an overdose if you mix, if you take, if you drink and then you do this. You know, I would think 
Taking pills and more pills would lead to an overdose. Not drinking and then taking a drug would lead to an overdose. Well, I would, I would only, cause I don't, I'm not that knowledgeable either. Mm-hmm. But liquor is a depressant. It brings you down, makes you tired, makes you sleepy, and then the pills they bring you up. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a bad chemical reaction in the body. And then if you have, and then it depends on how much pill or how much drink you've been mm-hmm. drinking. You know. Yeah, but um, but that's a good point um, that I was trying to make that like we just need to be aware of those things. So if you are going to take drugs, <laughs> I sound like I'm endorsing it, but I'm not. But I'm just saying no, like just 100%, be aware 100%. of okay, I, I'm 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 taking weed. I don't know. I'm just gonna put that out there. Like say you're taking weed and then okay, I'm taking this. Like know that if I take weed, okay, I shouldn't mix this or I gotta wait a few minutes or whatever. Like if you're gonna take drugs, just be informed about it. What am I saying, y'all? You are y'all get, saying the right you, thing. You get what I'm trying to say? I understand I, I'm what not you're telling saying. people to take drugs, but I'm saying this is a way that we can possibly avoid overdoses if people are educated on what not to mix. Especially like you're 16. That, you don't know yes. what to mix and not mix. I didn't even know until you just said that because I don't drink really. Not that much. That um, <laughs> <laughs> that liquor is a depressant. And that should tell you like liquor is a depressant. It makes you yeah. depressed. Yeah, that should just liquor, tell you something. If you go behind the wheel and then you get sleepy or whatever, like there's certain things. And going back to my point that I said earlier, if I'm asking for weed and I'm getting weed laced with with cocaine or something like that, I should be informed on what I'm taking. Like, and then sometimes they'll say, "Here, B, hit this," and I'm like, "What's in it?" And they're like, "Nah, nah, just just hit it, just hit it." That's whack. Yeah, that's why. Also, like pressuring your friends or stuff. You know, I've been around. I said this story already. Like, I've been around my friends. My friends do (laughs) drugs. Uh, My friends, you know, get down. Um, I don't hang out with that group anymore. But they would never force me, and they would never pressure me. They're like, okay, you're not doing it. All right, well, we're gonna be out here for forty minutes, so you're gonna be dancing by yourself. But we'll come back. Yeah. And um, you know, I respected that. So it's a matter of like making sure that if you if you are around people who do drugs, like that they're not forcing you, that you're not forcing someone. But also, like, being okay with, like, maybe that's, you got to remove yourself from that population. Yeah, and then, and then, um, I, and then I like to tell this steve story, how he was going to get some cocaine or whatever powder does. And oh, yeah. His, his dealer yeah. was positive for AIDS, and he snorted that blood. Mm. Thankfully, he was not informed, but mm-hmm. thankfully, you know, once it dried up and hit the air, it, it, it was null and void. Mm-hmm. But what if did. he did that and contracted from it, like... Yeah. Like people need to be aware of what they're taking into their bodies and they need to be aware of, you know, you know, people say, you know, okay, you have bad parents that say, you know, I'd rather my kid drink with me or I'd rather my kid get high with me. I I don't respect that parent to 100 percent. But if I'm going to be drunk, I'm going to be drunk around people I trust. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to smoke weed, which I don't, I'm going to, you know, do it around people I trust. If I, you know, I, I don't really do anything really like we'll just chill and, and watch tv <laughs> but yeah you know to each his own i'm not gonna be around uh, uh uh a group of my friends friends that i've never met before and they're like yeah drink this and i drink it no i don't even know you i don't, yeah. I don't even know you and i didn't make it myself i didn't watch you make it mm-hmm. next thing you know god forbid something happens to me and then my friend is like oh man like yeah. Is it his responsibility or her responsibility or is it my responsibility mm-hmm. to be informed? Yeah. I'm the adult here. This is my body I'm, I'm in control over. But we also just have to know that these addictions are real. 
uh, it always starts off small. It starts off with painkillers and things that your doctor prescribes that you don't even need to be prescribing. Yes. You can prescribe me something with a lower dosage and I'll take the little pain so I don't become an addict. You know what I mean? And then I get numb to it so I need a stronger dosage. Exactly. And um, you just have to be so mindful of these things yourself. You know, I remember I was taking some pain medication and y'all, I just had to ride out through that pain because I was I was popping them pills. I, really? I, I, Every three hours, I was popping the pills, and it was like pop it every six hours. But I was like, oh no, this pain is hurting, so I gotta pop it every three hours. And sooner than I know, I was popping those pills. And then after a while, I was like, listen, I'm gonna just ride this pain out and, and pray. You know, I'm, I'm religious kind of, <laughs> so I had to pray, and I, I I eventually stopped. But literally, I literally saw myself going down a spiral, going down a spiral, and I had to literally pull myself out of it. Yeah. And that's also why I pulled myself out of that friend group because even though they weren't pressuring me and they weren't forcing me there's just gonna be that one day you're curious yeah and i'm like oh i can't I, I can't afford to be curious yeah and i had to remove myself from that friend group i had to st stop myself from taking that pain medication and you just gotta you gotta you know your weakness you know how strong you are and um one time well two times i got my wisdom teeth pulled on the top mm. and um, that was fine. I was in pain, whatever. I, I, I didn't get any Percocets. The second time I got my teeth pulled, I didn't ask for Percocets. You got but I it? Said, yeah, I said, to the, I said to the dentist, I'm like, uh, the first time I got my teeth pulled, I was still in severe pain and whatever. So he was like, okay. He gave me Percocets. Mm. Yo, when I tell you I took one... I was dizzy. I, 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 I was. I, I felt like I was drugged. Mm. It, it's a drug, it's of course. A drug, yeah. But I felt like I was drugged, and I was like, "This is not what I want to feel." So I made the conscious effort to cut all the Percocets in half. Okay. And I put them back into the container, and um, the tooth pain went away, or whatever. Good. Those period cramps. Those period <laughs> cramps. I yeah. was like, "Let me take half a Percocet." I would take it, I would go to sleep, I wake up, I'd be fine. And I had those Percocets for like a year. And I was like, my last half a Percocet. <laughs> Look at you. My last, a year? A year. That's going to last that long though. But um, And then I, then I went to the doctor to ask for more Percocets because of my period cramps. And they're like, no, we can't give that to you. That's a narcotic. We can give you 800s. I'm like, that's not going to work for me. And then I was like, that was like an aha thing for me. Mm. So now when I have menstruation cramps, I just try to ride it out. Yeah. Try to write it out. Yeah. Because you were going back for Percocets for period cramps. I mean, if I was taking it for like two years, I, I would have got the prescription. Yeah, but you ain't need Percocets for period you, cramps. You're not in my body, y'all. <laughs> but see, that too. I'm, I'm thinking that I know you and that I know your pain threshold yeah. and I don't. But moral of the story is we need to check in our friends. Yes. Um, if we're going to take drugs, be informed on those drugs. If we want to deal drugs, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not encouraging drug dealers. But if you're gonna deal drugs, do not lace it. Be transparent. It. And, and yes. if you are lacing it, be like, yo, like I know you want this weed, but I put some th this in it. You okay with that? You know what I mean? Just be informed. And 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 I don't know. We have to find a way to avoid this. This is crazy. This is happening. We also need to moral of the story check in on our mental health ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know and. It's, it's, it's never a bad thing to ask for help. Never. It's never a bad thing to ask for help, you know, and we also need to check in on our friends. Like, this is, this is so, when, when I refreshed my Instagram and I saw Michael K. Williams, because he was the guy in Lovecraft. Mm. He was the gay father. 
he was the closeted dad in in in, in uh, Lovercraft. If wow. you've seen Lovercraft, and then he was also in The Wire. He's he's done a lot for himself. So when I saw that, I was just was that like I I was at a loss for words. I could not believe it. So you know, people are out there. They're drowning and they're struggling, and we'll never know. And we just mm-hmm. need to do better and check in just to, you know, be a human being and just say, are you there? Do you need help? Do you need anything? And I think just like to bring it to a close is like also when you're checking in all these people, because everybody loves to scream, take care of your mental health, self-care. And when you do, it's a problem. It's, it's judgment. It, it's judgment. Or it's like, oh, I, I don't want to hang out with you because I'm going through this certain thing in my life. No, mother effer, I need my self-care. Or it's like, your job too. Your job will do it. Okay, um, take your sick days. Then oh you take your sick days. Every the world falls apart because B don't show up to work for one day because I need a mental health day, and the world falls apart. So I I exactly. think we have to be be aware. Like if you're telling people to take care of their mental health, then you need to make sure that you're respecting. You need that. to support them and respect that they are taking care of their mental health. Yeah. Because would you rather a, mm. a a messed up mentally teacher who who's hanging by a thread and walk out in the middle of the class and Stop. leave or would you like True a story. well-rested teacher who's ready to give themselves a hundred percent to these children who depend on them yeah just like the principal the kids the parents i depend on myself too you depend yeah. on yourself too as a human being like some things don't happen if you don't make it happen mm-hmm. so if, if if i'm not at my best i can't make it happen yep so I need to take care of myself first. Yeah. And be unapologetic about it. Yeah. And these these jobs want like doctor's notes. I don't have a doctor's note for a mental breakdown. I'm sorry. And I and I had to tell my job that. I'm going off on a tangent. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had a day like that. You know, I really needed a mental health day. And my job was like, well, you're not going to get paid for that. And I had to tear them a new asshole. Excuse my French. <laughs> because I said, I don't have proof to say I was suicidal. Not that I was. Or that I had a miscarriage. Or that I... This is the anniversary of someone that I love. Yes, death. you know, yes. I, there's no doctors know to say I have these things. Just give me my damn mental health day because now I miss work and now I gotta worry about the money I'm not making. Yes, I, now I'm even more stressed. Now yes. I need another mental health day from this mental health day. Yeah, and I just feel long. More of the story, just don't be an asshole. That's it. That's it. And rest in peace. <laughs>